following podcast is recorded and produced by the Podcast Precinct in affiliation with the network at BICBP-radio.com. The Podcast Precinct. Consistency. Creativity. Culture. Hey, Horace Sluts. My name's Micah. And I'm Micah. Fuck. Hey, guys. I'm Micah. And I'm Greg. And on today's program, we're going to be talking about a new Stephen King book. An investigation into the infamous McKamey Manor. A sequel to It Follows. New releases from Fede Alvarez. A movie called Crust. And an extensive feature review of the hit Blumhouse release, Five Nights at Freddy's. All of this and more, so stay tuned. Stay chubby. And don't forget, keep it spooky. That's scary. Yeah, like, but honestly, though, did anyone ever really find Jodie Foster sexy? Uh, kind of depends. Are you talking about Taxi Driver or more like uh, The Accused? It, all, all of it. Oh, well, no, no. Yeah. No, definitely not. Oh. Hmm. So, um, how was, that was your Halloween? It's pretty good. You know, not bad. Cool. Yeah. Okay. okay. Good. Good. Yeah. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, we are Damn That's Ladies and gentlemen and my horror sluts out there, unite and say praise to me. My name is Micah. I am coming out to Reno, Nevada. And over there in Buffalo, Nizork. The beautiful, mustachioed, handsome face, Dynamo, Greg. Greg, say hello to the people. You shot me, but you punks didn't finish. Now you're about to feel the wrath of a menace. Oh, man, I really thought you were going to say Micah, we hit him up. (laughs) Well, it's been a minute, Greg. How you been, baby? Well, as I said, my Halloween was pretty all right. It was okay. Pretty mid, huh? Pretty, let's not get into that again. Yeah, mid is officially not cool anymore because this here 40-year-old really uh, uh, dragged it through the dirt. I tell you what. I don't know about you, but I had a lot of complaints about our particular use of that language in the last episode. Oh? Turns out uh, most of our audience was not okay with our use of the teenage vernacular mid. 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 Mid! Mid! Yeah, you see that? That's exactly what I'm talking about. That was really fucking mid, what we just did right there. Yeah, hey, mid Karina. Yeah, you know, not getting any better. It is what it is, babe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, since our last episode, have you uh, checked anything good out? Watch any good movies? Mm, 
well, you know me. I uh, do not prep for this show, and I am not attentive when it comes to the horror universe or any of the media that is released thereof. Oh. But I do have a good excuse. Oh? You see, this Halloween season, found myself a little bit, uh, shall I say, destitute and unemployed. Oh. How is this possible, you may ask? I'm asking. Oh, you are? Okay. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I suppose I owe you an explanation, yeah. Mm. Well, uh, through circumstances beyond my control, uh, I was unjustly and unceremoniously, uh, let's say, <clears throat> arrested for DWI. Not that there's anything wrong with that. Oh. Moving on, I had to find a new job, and I did. It was actually very easy because uh, I'm a man of many skills, as you may know. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, found myself working the night shift at a Chuck E. Cheese. Woo, baby! Nice. Yeah, that's that's exactly as spooky as it sounds. Because it's one of those haunted Chuck E. Cheeses that everybody's fucking talking about, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the ones with the, the robots that have, uh, like, Satan inside of them or whatever, whatever the fuck. Is it Satan, or do the kids drown in the ball pit and their spirit goes into the animatronics? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, little little kids inside the robots. Yeah, and they... Uh, ah, okay. You know, I'm sitting there, I'm watching the monitors, I'm trying to just fucking, you know, get a little bit of sleep, maybe touch myself on uh, YouTube. Yeah. And these fucking robots are just pounding at my door all evening. They're ah! fucking... I can't please these things. Like, they always... They want the pizza, they want the fucking soft drinks, they want to play the arcade games with me and everything. It's like, Jesus Christ, I'm not a babysitter. I was hired to watch the place. Watch the place. Which I also don't do. No. Yeah, I got fired. Oh. Mm, yeah. Sorry, sorry to hear that. Took about maybe half a week. Yeah, they uh they shit canned me. I heard the new guy got killed though, so I dodged a bull. <laughs> Fuck that. Right? Yeah, I think most of his body is inside one of those fucking animatronics now. So uh yeah. Cool. Yeah. Don't really have much money though. I uh, I am still uh, out of a job. Oh, okay. Cool, cool, cool. Um was this the plot to Five Nights at Freddy's? No, what? This sounds like the plot to Blumhouse's no, no, Five Nights no, at Freddy's. No, no, yeah. why would I, why would I yeah. rip that off? Why would, no, 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 because the last time I checked, you're Greg, not that asshole from Hunger Games. I mean, kind of one and the same, right? People have mistaken me. I've been compared. You guys are like the same person, but no, 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 still, dude, that's fucking Five Nights at Freddy's, right? No, no, this is my life. This is a tragedy that occurred in my life, and I would thank you to never mention it again. I'm pretty sure that was Blumhouse's record-breaking opening Five Nights at Freddy's, killing the box office, uh, totally ensuring that we're going to have at least six, seven, probably 69 uh, 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 sequels to that fucking film. Oh, you mean the Matthew Lillard classic to be? Five Nights at Freddy's? That Wait, he's in that movie? Oh yeah, it's like the only reason to see it. Wait, is he is he really in it? I haven't seen it. Wait, you mean like in the movie or in my life? This real this real life thing that happened to me. The movie Five Nights at Freddy's. Is he actually in that? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no way. Yeah, you should probably check it out. It uh, it wasn't bad, but we'll get into that later in the episode. Oh, uh, when we do our full review. Stay tuned, folks. Can't wait. Yeah. I did watch a couple of trailers, though. Can we talk about them? 
We can, yes, we can. Oh, I was I was that too much? A little bit. I'm still slightly traumatized. There's robots. They got a they got a real tight grip, if you know what I mean. They got big dicks. Awesome. Mm. Okay. Our first trailer is Divinity. Divinity. Fuck color film because aliens are real and they've come here for only one thing and that is ass. Eddie Alcazar spins a thrilling psychosexual yarn in this triple extraterrestrial cult classic to be. It is Divinity. That's right, guys. Divinity is coming out, and this <laughs> film looks just something crazy, man. I tell you what. It actually looks really good, to be honest. It looks so good. The film's visuals are striking, using black and white toes reminiscent of 80s horror classics. It's clear that from this trailer that Divinity doesn't hold back, showcasing intense scenes of body horror and scientific experiments and a lot of tittery. Yeah, it's a lot of boning in that trailer. You'll get to see the likes of Stephen Dorff having sex. Woo! Bella Thorne having sex. Hey! Scott Bakula having sex. <laughs> that's, that's okay. That's right, baby. I tell you what, November 3rd, this shit's coming out in U.S. theaters, and uh, we don't have a date yet for it to be streaming. Uh, so uh, keep your ears to the ground for this one, because Divinity looks fucking awesome. I don't want to compare it to this, but I feel like this is going to be that same feeling like Crimes of the Future. Yeah, I can't wait. It, it looks like Invasion of the Body Snatchers meets all of your favorite internet pornography. The only thing this movie needs, I think, is like David Duchovny fucking everyone on set. Right. If we get some kind of like Red Shoe Diaries crossover, it would be perfect. I love that you brought up Red Shoe Diaries because I totally used to pound off to that shit. <laughs> uh, well, you're alone on that one. I'm just kidding. Yay! Yay! Our next trailer is for the portrait. Like the painting, like a, it's a like a portraiture gets surreal in this postmodern remake of Ghostbusters 2. Will Vigo finally find love or will he waste his time on violent sexual vengeance against those who wronged him? <laughs> Something about Carpathia, it's the portrait. That's right. The portrait looks like one of those slow burning palate cleansers of 2023. It's they they kind of go for this whole uh like mystery psychological I, I, dude, I don't even know how to fucking explain this just from watching the trailer. It's coming out December 8th. Well, what I got out of it was, hey, we found this old portrait in our house, and oh shit, my husband's in it. Yeah. Spooky? Where do we go from here? Only time will tell. But Greg, who is the husband in this movie? David Duchovny. None other than Jason Stackhouse from the True Blood series. That was my second guess. If you want to invite anyone to your orgies, it's David Duchovny and the guy who played Jason Stackhouse from True Blood. Yeah, this looks like one of those things where, like, the husband has some brain injury. He's wandering around the house like fucking Mr. Magoo. The wife is there. There's a portrait, of, like you said, portrait of the husband. The wife is there. Oh, God, it's bad. It's a bad guy. He did a lot of bad things to women. And now the husband's being possessed by it. I don't fucking know. The wife is there. It's done by Saban Films. So maybe the Power Rangers will show up. Who fucking knows? 
I certainly don't, but I can't wait to not see it. Yeah, I, I'll never see this movie. Yeah, I'm probably going to see Divinity, but uh, yeah, Portrait, maybe not. I'm going to watch the shit out of Divinity. You know what else you're going to watch the shit out of? I don't know. A little film called Godzilla Minus One. Yeah, goddamn right! You love Gojira? Cool, because he's back. Move over, Nakasaki, because this December, Tokyo is fucked. It's Gojira Minus One. Yeah, minus one, baby. That's right. Tokyo is going to get bent over, grab its ankles, and fucked in the ass by Godzilla. He's noticeably glowy in this one. Uh, he glowed in uh, uh, Shin Godzilla. Yeah, but this time it, it looks pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, 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 it is actually, are, uh, this, looks, this looks better, yeah. A well-funded Godzilla outing, this is. This is the 37th, again, let me say that, 37th installment of Toho's longstanding monster series, Godzilla. And uh, apparently this takes place right after WW2. I can't imagine how or why. If you watch the Barbie movie you'll understand why Godzilla is a thing. Oh, the ending of it, where they board the Isle of Japan with several atomic bombs. Bored! Created a monster the likes of which has never been seen before. Bored! That would one day go on to uh, battle a moth, an ape, and a several-headed turtle monster, I think. I, no, it was like... It's, it's... No, Rodan only had one head, right? I don't. I, I actually don't Rodan know. Rodan had one head. King Kadira had three heads. Yeah, he yeah. was the gold, the gold uh, Pegasus serpent, three-headed asshole. Yes, good, good. Yeah. Did you mention Mothra? I think I might have. Yes. Yeah, there's a moth. Point being, it's a cautionary tale about the abuse of atomic power. I think it's it's actually in a way probably exists in the same universe as uh, everyone's favorite summer film, Oppenheimer. Starring Cillian Murphy and uh, probably everybody else that's in all those Batman movies. Taylor Swift's in that too, right? I certainly hope not. Oh. Because then I'd have to buy the tickets like three months in advance. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And watch it in a really crowded theater uh, full of other Swifties like me. It won't be the first time I got kicked out of the movies for pounding off. (laughs) Our next trailer is called a creature was stirring. Fuck this. Move over, Hiroshima, because Christmas is fucked. That's not funny. It's not. Alien meets Home Alone. But like if Buzz's girlfriend fought a monster instead of eating ding-dongs and getting chocolate on everything like a fat ass, a creature was stirring. Woof. That's right. We got a creature was stirring. A creature was stirring. That is starring, uh, I I don't know. It, it looks like Chris Farley ate Kathy Bates. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then someone handed her a baseball bat. Yeah. And sure. some acid and told her that the cat was a Godzilla. <laughs> it actually looks pretty good. I mean, it, it does it? I mean, the way that I described it makes it sound kind of comical. Don't yeah. really, uh, you know, don't listen to me. I'm a jackass. Uh, it actually looks kind of like, Kind of dark and thrilling. Okay, I, I, it's definitely a head scratcher, uh, probably a ball scratcher. But here's a synopsis. Okay, Faith keeps her troubled teenage daughter on a tightly controlled but 
illicit pill regimen in order to ward off a terrifying affliction. Well, this is getting spicy. Yeah, but after a Christmas burglary, their dark family secret may finally be exposed. So it's one of those things where it's like, oh, God, my daughter's uh turns into fucking, I don't know, like Fiona from Shrek. And uh, we got to give her her fucking Xanax so she can sleep. Yeah. Uh, and she like scuttles into the vents and we have to fight her off with baseball bats just to get her to go to sleep. I, I, I don't know. I mean, like last year we got fucking Violent Night where we got like burglars robbing a house, but like Which Santa's... was fantastic, by the way. If anyone hasn't seen it. It's a great movie. A lot of violence. John Leguizamo can't go wrong. That guy from Stranger Things, also a bonus. Yeah, David Harbour. And a little bit of real, true-life, factual Norse mythology, just for the, the history buffs out there. Yeah, you're a big fan of Santa. There you go. Bingo, bango, whammo, flammo. You got yourself a solid movie. This one, it's like, okay, how many times is it going to be a thing where like you have a heist or a robbery but it's like, oh god, there's a monster living in this house. Or, oh god, no, don't tie me up. I have to give my daughter my med- the, the medication before she eats your face off. It's almost like a uh, like a Tales from the Crypt plot line or, or like a creep show kind of thing where, you know, you have the you have the, the break in or the setup, whatever you're talking about. I don't even know if that's the case with this movie. I don't know where that came from. Yeah. But uh, all of a sudden a monster is introduced and it just goes in a totally different direction. You know, that's the big twist. Everybody dies. Fantastic. Gotta love it. Yes. Directed by M. Night Shyamalan. This will be out in theaters December 8th on digital December 12th. Starring Macaulay Culkin and Kathy Bates. I found that the rape scene was very tasteful. What are you, my dad? And finally, we have Monarch Legacy Legacy of Monster. Yay! Move over, Jurassic World, because blockbuster movies are fucked! Boy, howdy. John Goodman, Kurt Russell, and a third of the workaholics can't save this mediocre kaiju fest from mediocrity. If there was ever a reason to see Godzilla minus one, this is it. Fuck you, Apple TV. You are a sinner and a whore. I, all right, so this fucking monarch legacy of monsters shit, there is a trailer out. Go check it out. God damn, I love Kurt Russell. He ages like a fine wine. He could do no wrong. I'll see anything with him in it. Literally fucking anything to a shitty Disney superhero movie, but it's actually starring Bruce Campbell. Uh, to anything from fucking Bone Tomahawk to uh, any of those shitty 90s movies he did. I'm only human. Exactly. Uh, Kurt Russell uh, it's, it's a staple of Damn That Scary. Greg and I, we both look at Kurt Russell as a father figure. Uh, a lover and a friend agreed so yeah we're gonna see it but yeah it, as greg said it has onders from workaholics that's fine and dandy i'll tell you what it doesn't have anyone from the cast of stranger things and i am totally on board for that shit i kind of feel like if if you're gonna have uh kurt russell in there maybe bring back adrian barbeau you know what throw fucking goldie hawn in this shit too while we're at it and her, her large, bulbous acting talents. I really like Death Becomes Her. Sure. That's That might be about it. But uh, that, that, that's, that's, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I mean, Overboard was great because of Kurt. It's no Captain Ron, but uh, it, when, it, when it comes to, you know, boat-focused comedy, you, you can't be too choosy. Greg, 
right now is the time of the show where I like to point out that I am drinking a $300 bottle of uh, wine oh. from uh, Argentina, and uh, I cannot pronounce the name of it, but Darth Vader is on the label. Well, you know, it's classy. It's a cab, and it is, the mouthfeels are exquisite. Did you just abbreviate cab? Yeah, Cabernet Sauvignon. I didn't realize you were you were such a, a wine snob. Oh, it just gets you drunk, you know. Because I'm I'm over here drinking fucking dirty mop water out of a chum bucket that I found in a old bathroom that was hidden in my basement that I just discovered like two weeks ago, and I've lived here for over a decade. So you know that shit's been fermenting. Dude, that's like equivalent to a four loco. There was a mouse in it. As I said, equivalent to a four loco. You know, come to think of it, I do kind of feel like committing some date rape. Not funny. Here I go. Here I go <laughs> ripping again. That's right. So this fucking monarch, whatever it is from Venture Brothers, is uh, coming out on Apple TV and who gives a fuck. We should but, probably but... mention that it's uh, it's an episodic series, not a film, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, there it is. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know if that makes it better or worse for those of you out there paying attention. So if you want to see terrible CGI, and if you want to see John Goodman running from giant spiders, and more importantly, if you want to see the American version of... Gojira Minus One? This is your series. Yeah, Actually, I almost kind of feel like this could be some kind of low-key tie-in to the Cloverfield franchise. Because John Goodman's in it? I'm basing that entirely on the inclusion of John Goodman, yes. And the big monster. There is going to be another Cloverfield movie coming out that did get greenlit. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. Well, because don't they they just kind of slap that name on anything that, uh, that they feel like it, right? It's basically the Hellraiser franchise, but I guess this... Did you see Cloverfield Paradox? It had nothing to do with anything. No, it did. They tried tying it in that the, the paradox they created uh, yeah, was the reason why the monster was... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, fucking uh, Cloverfield, just like Meatloaf, two out of three ain't bad. I like it. Okay. Succinct and accurate. Is that it on trailers, Greg? You know, I believe so. I was extremely thorough about my research uh, for this one, so I'm absolutely 100% positive that that is all of the trailers. There could not possibly be anything further, you know, due to my diligence and, uh, you know, strenuous regimen of a... Let me stop you right there, brother. Fuck. All right, man. This is one that I held out on you, and I got to tell you about it. I got to tell the listeners about it. Well, I'm shocked. Uh, Sean Whalen. You know who Sean Whalen is? No. Sean Whalen, for the everyday who gives a fuck person, may be best known as the Got Milk guy from the famous Aaron Burr commercial where he's eating a peanut butter sandwich, and he's calling up the, the contest line going, Aaron Burr, Aaron and he can't say it because he got a mouthful of peanut butter and he didn't have a glass oh, of milk. Oh, of course, that guy. Everybody knows that guy. Yeah, that happened back in 1993, but I think uh, to the horror fans, we may know this piece of shit as uh, Roach from Wes Craven's The People Under the Stairs. Oh, that guy. He wrote, directed, and stars in the motion picture 
known as Crust. Okay, go on. Okay, Crust is about a depressed, has-been child actor and owner of a dingy laundromat becomes powerfully vengeful when his collection of lone socks transforms into a murderous monster named Crust. Delicious. Beautiful. Caucus. Greg, this is also black and white, just like Divinity. He's married to Felissa Rose. He's a down-on-his-luck child actor that owns this fucking laundromat, and every night, every night he sleeps on this cot, and he jerks off into a sock, and he throws it into a pile. You know, when I was a teenager, I had a friend who I think lived a very similar phenomenon. I unfortunately was a victim to that sock being thrown at me at least once or twice. So I know exactly how this young actor feels. I just have to wonder, is this inspired by any kind of true events? You know, some somewhat of a biopic of uh, a child actor celebrity, perhaps a favorite of the show that we may be familiar with? I did have a collection of socks wedged between the wall and the bed. That Not you I... fucking Corey Feldman. That's what I'm talking about. Corey Feldman. <laughs> okay. Right? I, I'm bailing you out a little bit, though. Thanks. Thanks. I no, agree. but actually, tell me about your sock collection. Listen, buddy. Just scope in your... Pretty cool, huh? That's a very serious... Lucky me. You like this one, Mr. F***. I personally think a clock sounds absolutely delicious. So he finds these used socks in washer machines uh, and soaks them up with his bodily fluids. One night, his tears of anguish turns the pile into a loving sock monster named Crust, who becomes his protector and friend. Meanwhile, he has a new girlfriend, a paranormal investigator poking around, and an old Two-Face co-star that is forcing him to join a reboot of their 90s sitcom. As his life begins to spiral, Crust eliminates his enemies with deadly consequences. Dude, this movie has Sean Whalen, who wrote, directed, and stars in this movie. Felissa Rose from Sleepaway Camp. Daniel Robick, the dude from the fucking Monsters, the guy who played, fuck, uh, he was in fucking Three from Hell. Uh, he's fucking awesome. We know and love him. I don't actually know who that is. And then we got that fucking guy from Ferris Bueller's Day Off. The guy who isn't Ferris. His friend? Kramer. His name is Kramer? Yeah. Ferris Bueller's friend was named Kramer? Like like Michael Richards? Pardon my French, but Kramer's ass is so tight that if you shove a coal up there, pull it out, you'll get a diamond. Pardon my French, but you're an asshole. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, starring world-renowned pedophile Jeffrey Jones. Sure. And also, apparently, Michael Richards. World-renowned racist Michael Richards. You know, I would watch that. These guys are all hanging around playing with, like, a a Golgothan sperm sock monster. I'm mad, man. Like, I'm I'm ready for this. Dude, this is, like, as a... Now, I know 99% of our listeners are men in our age. Oh, that's not we've, true. We've all we got a couple females. At least they claim that. I mean, I, who even knows anymore? Am I right? Yeah, that's right. Should probably cut that out. Uh, but 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 yeah, this movie will be coming out uh, soon. That's all it is. Soon, soon. That's tomorrow. It could be any time, dude. 
I mean, like this, right. episode, this episode could come out any day. Who knows? But this this will be coming out soon. All right, everyone, look out for Crust. Everything that we talked about so far. That's right. I, I I'm so excited about Crust. I can't fucking wait. If you want to see the elaborate childhood story of Corey Feldman once he grew up and continued to masturbate into socks, thus resulting in the cold blue spread eagle husk of a sperm sock monster. This is the movie for you. Jeffrey Jones, good to see you finally got some more work. Uh, coming soon. Coming. Oh, <laughs> it's crust. <laughs> Jerking off in socks? What are you, my dad? <laughs> yeah. On Christmas morning? <laughs> Stay tuned for our unreleased Christmas episode where we elaborate on that story. Oh, God, do we. You'll wonder... Yeah. Why Micah has that distant thousand yard stare every time you see him nowadays. Yeah. Um, when the lost episode comes out, you'll understand why I never want to celebrate Christmas again. He was confronted by a screaming Cyclops on Christmas morning. <laughs> and yes, that is a metaphor. It was purple. And throbbing. And connected to your father. No, 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 no. <laughs> Do you know what time it is now, my friend? I don't know. The apology corner. So let me Fuck! Yeah, this again. But let me go first, you know, just to kind of change things up a little. Well, just going to get right to it. I apologize for bringing up that recent yet traumatic episode in your life, which I will not elaborate on further. Um, yeah. Okay. Because we do have a you know, an episode dedicated to it that you should all stay tuned for. This is both an apology and an advertisement for future DTS releases. Oh, God, we made eye contact. <laughs> yes, you did. Okay, my turn? Your turn. All right, uh, well, I have absolutely nothing to apologize for the last episode. It was fucking perfect. Uh, but I do want to apologize to the color orange. What? Yeah, the other... Hold on, hold on. Wait a minute. That's a color. You can't apologize to a color. Well, I can and I will. Uh, the color orange, I've never liked you. I thought you were always stupid. Huh. Like, who the fuck goes, wow, look at that orange shirt. I really got to get it. Or, wow, look at that orange car. I really got to well, get it. I mean, Michelangelo. Like, wow, look at that orange chick. I really got to get it. You know, like uh, uh, those girls that are orange. The girl from the fifth element. That's kinda hey, cool. look at that orange president. I really got to get it. USA! USA! Look at that orange orange. I really got to get it. Fuck vitamin C. Who cares about juice? Who cares about the Middle East? Not me. Fuck orange. You know what? I'm sorry. This is an apology corner. The color orange... I'm sorry that I've been hard of you all these years. I guess you're not that bad because even though rainbows are beautiful, you're still in it. And I mm. guess you're okay for it. So to orange, I say cheers. And um, you're, you're a pump. Pumpkins are orange. That's cool. So yes. yeah. Uh, and the smashing pumpkins, they're okay. Even though Bill of Corgan runs NWA. Okay, and shut I the don't, fuck up. I don't. Stop, 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 stop. No more of this. All right, everybody, you heard it here first. Orange continues to be an acceptable color in the rainbow. 
And Micah clearly is a rambling racist. Hey, man, you know what I always say? Orange is the new black, right? Don't take that out. That's not racist. All right, dude. Well, Stephen King has a new book coming out. Hooray! Yeah, for the past, like, uh, nearly 10 years, Stephen King has not been doing any horror novels. Um, I believe the last thing that he did that was horror, I think, was, like, it was remotely horror. Uh, was 2018's The Outsider, but that, like, remotely horror. Yes. Been doing a lot of publication under his pseudonym, which some of you may know as Richard Bachman. Kind of weird. He's been doing a lot of crime. Allegedly. And a lot of uh, action novels. Which Allegedly, just... he's been doing a lot of crime. Got to be careful about that. He's not Jeffrey Epstein, all right? Okay, okay. I mean, the guy just enjoys cocaine. I mean, he's 74 years old. I'm happy he's still alive. Uh, he has a new book coming out May 21st, 2024, called You Like It Darker. A Spike Lee joint. One thing I want to point out about this is that we're going back to the Nightmares and Dreamscape style back in the 90s. This is an anthology. It's a bunch of short stories, which means Mike uh, Flanagan is probably going to make a bunch of Netflix specials on this shit. Uh, But a a skeleton crew kind of feel. Yeah, definitely skeleton crew feel. Uh, But one of the stories in there is called Rattlesnakes. Oh, Greg, that is a sequel to Cujo. Except this time it's snakes. And they're not on a plane. Well, shit. I'm only concerned if they're on uh, whatever mode of transportation that I am currently enclosed in. One-way ticket to hell, baby. Keep those snakes off my conveyance. So May 21st, next year, you got yourself the new Stephen King horror novel, You Like It Darker. Starring Cuba Gooding Jr., the Waynes Brothers, and that guy who played War Machine. Ghost written by Dave Chappelle. Perfect. Let's do the right thing. You know I had to get that in there. Hey, Greg, what do you know about the McCamey Manor? You mean the torture house where you get on a waiting list for six months so you can get waterboarded for an evening? Yeah, dude. Apparently, like, there was a Hulu documentary that came out a few weeks back. Oh, good. And it it has a lot of insight on people that have been through the house. They have a lot of interviews on there and a lot of footage that actually came from inside the house. Um, It's kind of fucked up. It's like so smart for like a super rich sadist to open this house up, give you a shitty waiver to sign, and then just get to like pull your teeth out, stick things in your butt, waterboard yeah. you, slap you around, cut you, scratch you. They basically, they feed you turds and lock you in a refrigerator for six hours. Now, nobody, nobody has received the 20 grand. No, because they, as far as I understand, they use like, military level torture tactics to make sure that you do not make it through and uh you know achieve the ultimate goal so you're clearly talking about the canadian military yeah yeah a lot of syrup involved in that one yeah then the ants get you go to mckamey manor and they will politely ask you to pour syrup on yourself and roll in some ants yeah and they're all super passive aggressive Correct. Yeah. Although, uh, have you seen any interviews or any any YouTube footage of uh, one Russ McCamey, owner and operator of the aforementioned manor? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's weird. Yeah, he's a psychopath. Yeah, no, it, total. 
There is not a doubt in my mind that he is not sporting a raging fucking rubber one the entire time that his uh, his minions are torturing you while you're in that house. And dude, you know for a fact that he busts nuts in a bunch of socks that turn into a giant crust monster. Yeah, and he probably makes you eat it. I have continued doing it uh, almost um, religiously, and so far so good. Uh, they actually have a really long waiting list too. Like there are a lot of people interested in trying this place out. Kind of blows my mind. Maybe I'm just not on that level. Maybe I just don't understand. I'm all for haunts. I'm all for... Uh, Dude, I love haunted houses. I love simulated terror. I love interactive horror, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. But this does. It seems a little low effort to me. Dude. Because yeah. I guarantee you, I could go haunt the shit out of my neighbor tonight if I grab a fucking rope and a gun and just start beating them about the face and neck for six hours. And he's a Holocaust survivor. Not for long. No, 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 no! Basically what I'm getting at, this has always been my problem with the McCamey Manor, is that this is not a haunt. This isn't Halloween fun. This isn't, no, it's you it's, know, a giddy little thrill for you and the kids. No. It's just, it's straight up fucking painful torture. I saw a video where they're just putting a drill in somebody's teeth. Dude, it's literally like this guy employs a bunch of juggalos to just fuck you up. I, I believe the... The implied agreement, or maybe not, the overt agreement, is that if you participate and you make it a certain amount of time, he offers you employment. That's how you get a job? For all intents and purposes, this is a cult. And uh, he's just recruiting the people that he breaks down mentally and physically, and then he's just making them his servants to further torture the populace. Dude, so basically Russ is like Jared Leto. Yeah, he's a maniac, and he probably has a sex island. Oh, God. By which I mean a smaller building, possibly a garage, closer to the manor where he engages in intercourse with, I assume, uh, legal-aged adults. God, I hope so. Each history's greatest monster! So the Hulu documentary that came out a few weeks back actually opened up some insight to the Tennessee Attorney General. Oh, and now there is an ongoing investigation on the McCamey Manor and Russ. Well, hasn't he uh, hasn't he moved states several times as well? Yeah, but I guess like he's been in Tennessee for the past like how many years? Well, you know, Tennessee, anything goes down there. Yeah, it, it's really crazy because like the first like form of torture is when you walk in, they're like, are you from Tennessee? Because you're the only 10 I see. And dude, right there, I'm fucking out. Right. And then he. He chains you up and stuffs you in a fucking kiddie pool full of fucking gasoline until you basically give up and say, hey, Russ, please let me work for yeah, you. Yeah, let me be on your fuck island. Basically, this is absolutely terrible. It's awful. But I guess the big thing is is uh, the waiver. Uh, the waiver, like, doesn't match up what they do to you in the haunt. And that's, like, the big, like, issue. Well, because I think they, they basically kidnap you, right? Like, you sign this waiver, his goon squad comes out, literally kidnaps you, throws you in a van, and takes you to the manor. Heavy fucking quotes on manor, because I'm pretty sure it's just this dude's garage. But you don't really have any broader perspective of the world around you when you finally take the blindfold off and see, as you said, six fucking meth-addled juggalos <laughs> poking things at your face and screaming <laughs> while Russ fucking sneers and silently jerks off in the background. Yeah, right, dude. I don't fucking need, like, some fat guy smelling like B.O. and Fago fucking singing Tech 9 lyrics to himself. 
shoving needles in my fucking eyeball. I that's not worth 20 grand to me, dude. Like, yeah, like we're all down on our luck, but like, fuck, man, nobody, nobody gets this money. Like, I can't stress that enough. Well, I got to say, I'm a little disappointed, man. I thought you were a little more down with a clown than you apparently are. No, I, I am. Are you? I just don't like the I don't like the fat ones. I don't know, man. I feel like if you were, you'd be proving it by signing up for the McKamey Manor with me next Halloween season, which I fully intend to do. Whoop, whoop, whoop. Let's go get tortured, motherfucker. Yeah, fat, sweaty, buddy. Tell me when you're ready. If I'm not impotent by the time I walk out of that place, I feel like I haven't gotten my money's worth. you goddamn right. Hey, guess what, man? What, man? October 25th, 2024. We got ourselves Damien Leone's Terrifier Part Tree Fitty. Yeah, Tree Fitty, is that the runtime? Exact Mungo. That was the joke I was going for. So go fuck your ass, yeah, Greg. Well, I'm sorry, man. Terrifier three. Uh, we've all seen the fucking preview for it. It's yep. gonna be a Christmas movie. Looks That's great. pretty exciting. Yeah, sure. Earth the clown is back, and this time he's killing people. At the end of the day, Hatchet is far superior to, to Terrifier. That's a bold statement, my friend. Yeah, and I stand by it because. And I know I'm going to get a lot of flack on this because everyone is sucking Art the Clown's dick right now. Well, and that is nothing against David. I love David. He's a great fucking dude. Damien's a good dude. But my fucking God, man. Damien Leone, his writing is that of a fucking third grader. There's no reason why a slasher should be more than 90 fucking minutes. It's unnecessary. I got to agree, man. Uh, probably could have edited that last one down by a probably a good hour or so there is so much shit in terrifier 2 that was unnecessary like you, you we were talking and you mentioned that you just like fast forwarded to the the fucking kill scenes right yeah i mean i watched it once all the way through obviously any subsequent viewing of it i pretty much just you know, I skip all the bullshit and just go straight to the gore scenes because that's really what you want to see out of that movie, right? Wanna, yeah, it's it's. it's I, I don't want to hear people talking. I don't want to see relationships. No, I don't want to see. I don't. I don't need to see any fucking mother daughter bullshit. I don't need to see any brother sister bullshit. I want to see a clown peeling the facial skin off of teenagers. That's what I'm signed up for. Yeah, that's that's all you need. I don't even. I don't need names. I don't need story. Fuck dialogue. Right. Like Damien Leone can't fucking write to save his life. So, no, don't give him dialogue. I have a sick fetish for gore because I grew up without a father. That makes a lot of sense. Well, since we're talking about Terrifier 3, yeah, we saw the tr we saw the teaser. It's great. Terrifier 3 is coming back. Yada, yada. Maybe Chris Jericho will be in it. Who fucking knows? Oh, our friend Chris? Friend of the show, Chris? Friend of the show, Chris. How's he doing, by the way? Let me go, let me go, let me go, man. I don't know. I'll ask my friend who fucks him off. Let me go, let me go, let me go, man. Uh, well, Damien Leone actually stated that he wants to direct Friday the 13th. Okay. I could see it. I don't, I, no, I don't want that. Never mind. Let me take that back. I could see him doing Nightmare on Elm Street. Ew. More so than Friday the 13th. Freddy's lines will be even worse. Like, it'll just be like, uh, it, it'll literally be that Rick and Morty episode. That Rick and Morty episode is accurate for a reason. Like, how much worse could his lines actually get? <sighs> Got some pretty rough ones in there, man. I don't know if you recall. 
<sighs> what was it? Part six or seven? The one where he, he pops out of a freezer with his claw all fucking shiny and covered in frost. And he's like, um, hold on, let me let me make sure I got the line right. I'm gonna have to recall the specifics of it. Um It's time, you cold blue spread eagle husk. That was my favorite. It'll be like shit like where like Freddy he came out of that waterbed and he was like I don't I'll have what she's having, bitch. You kiss like my dad. Yeah, yeah, so there you go. Terrifier 3. He wants to direct Friday the 13th. Yay. He can go fuck his face. Oh. But on to other things. Dude, It Follows is getting a fucking sequel. Did you hear about this? Hey, did you hear about this? I did not, know, but I fucking loved It Follows, so I would happily see a sequel to it. Dude, you got the original cast from the first movie, the writer and the director and the guy who did the fucking score. They're coming back to do this shit. I cannot wait. It is going to fuck all of our faces. It Follows is awesome. What do you think the uh, subtitle is going to be? It Follows Us. Or like It Still Follows? It's Still Following. Yeah, I guess that's about all we got. Huh? <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Maika Monroe and director David Robert Mitchell, they're fucking coming back for this shit. It's going to be produced by Neon again, just like before. Beautiful. It's going to start filming next fucking year. I cannot wait for this. I, I I am so fucking excited. That one specifically, when the original It Follows came out. Yeah. And I don't know if you felt the same way. I, I feel like you might have. When it ended, it completely left you wanting more. Oh, yeah. Like, the, just 100%. the way. A fantastic ending. Well put together story. I loved every second of it. But I remember the credits rolling in that theater and being like, shit, I need more of this movie. So I, I would happily check out a sequel to that. And it's it's going to have the same feel. It's going to have the same direction. It, it's And uh, the big thing for me with It Follows was the score. I, yeah. I fucking love that synth. Well, that and just uh, as much as I have grown to dislike the word, the aesthetic of everything, um, yeah. it had that sort of like timeless... Oh yeah, kind of. Yeah, look to it. The technology was in a certain era where they were they were definitely paying an homage to like the golden age of horror. I really hope that we get more fucking naked dudes standing on top of rooftops. Yeah, and I was gonna say, I think uh, based on a conversation we had earlier today, you were telling me that you specifically kind of relate to the um, I don't know if you call it the titular demon or whatever the fuck that monster was. But your experience following people around the parks back in the, the early to mid-90s. Yeah. I know um, once the police kind of got wind of your activities, they put a stop to it. But No, fuck the police. Is it sort of like a, a personal uh, appeal to you? Yeah, yeah, no, big time, man, big time. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about that because... You're a big creepy uh, pervert much... is what I'm getting at. Yeah, like you're, you're, you're the It Follows monster. I don't know why you have to put labels on it. Like but, in real you know, life, it is, yeah. It, like it, it is what it is, man. You know, like if I, I I walk by you at a park, I get a sniff, you smell good, I'm going to stalk you, plain and simple. Full uh, disclosure, it's actually how we originally met. Not a lot of people know that. Not a lot of people know that. Yeah. It's been following me ever since. And now we're best friends and we have a podcast together. <laughs> I'm horny as hell. I am always hard. And that's why I'm in the wheelchair. Oh! <laughs> hey! Good, good. All right, my man. Uh, 
I got two more little things here. This one is going to really light you up. The last one, I don't know how you're going to feel about. All right, well, let's go. All right, so Fede Alvarez. Oh, who's that? What's that name again? A Fede. Lord and Savior. A Fede. Eternal hero of the show, A Fede Alvarez. I, I think the kids call it GOAT. That's correct. The goat who came out with the greatest Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie, True. the greatest Evil Dead movie, Count it. the greatest movie about a blind guy killing people. Correct. The Fade. The Fade. The Fade. Well, as we were reported in the past, he is in charge. He's at the helm. He's bending over and fucking Ridley Scott's alien up the ass. I can't fucking wait for this. A Fede, you can do no wrong. August 16th, 2024. Woo! We got ourselves the new alien. I think it's called Alumnus, Alamnus, Alanis Morissette. I don't fucking care, but this is why we're talking about it. Is that Fede was so fucking nervous that you couldn't shove a nail up his ass with a jackhammer. And he sent that goddamn movie to who? Ridley Scott. I'd go down on him in a theater. You're goddamn right. And you know what Ridley Scott said about the movie? That it's scary and he loves Fede Alvarez. No, what? He looked Fede in the eyes mm. and he said, Fede, the Fede. I don't know what to say other than, it's fucking great! I expect no less. And he asked Fede, Fede, did you write this movie? And Fede said, yes, I did. And Ridley Scott proceeded to high-five him fist bump them, butt bump them, do shots together, do a bunch of blow together, fuck a bunch of hookers together, kill those hookers. They had a great time. The new Alien movie is in the right fucking hands. I think Fede Alvarez should do the rest of the Alien movies. He should do the rest of the Exorcist movies. He should do every fucking reboot ever made. Okay. Fede Alvarez should make every goddamn movie ever from here on out till the end of time. Fuck yeah. You heard it here first. Fede Alvarez and Ridley Scott buttering up their bellies and rubbing them together, creating cinematic masterpieces. Bingo, bingo, whammo, flammo. I can't fucking wait till the Alien movie comes out, Greg. Banana sandwich all around. Suck my dick. All right, now this is something that I wish we could have reported on on our last episode, but the news came out after our episode was released. We're nothing if not topical. Blumhouse did relinquish the rights to the Halloween franchise. Fuck, thank God. Yeah, due to the criticism of the recent trilogy, the backlash, the slander, the bullshit they had to go through, Jason Blum getting death threats, David Gordon Green, fucking, uh, he can't go to family reunions anymore because they all fucking hate him. Well, he ruined everybody's favorite Halloween movies. Oh, Halloween? Yeah, that one. Okay. Well, like three of them, you know, he fucked it up times three. Yeah, oh, God. Yeah, he did. Times two. Maybe the first one was fine. I would have been fine with that first one just being a thing. But if you really want to hear our review of the last Halloween movie, go check out episode 93. That's our best episode. Eight hands down, baby. Easily. Uh, so here's something very interesting about Halloween. Oh, Miramax the ones that did all those fucking Hellraiser movies, uh-huh. they acquired the rights to the Halloween franchise, but, but 
only to make a television series. Okay, I can see that working out. Kind of like the way they did Scream, yeah? Which was terrible. Oh. Maybe maybe in the vein of Chucky. Okay, all right, that's sounding better. Maybe Ash vs. Evil Dead. Uh-huh, you've got my attention. Uh, maybe Creep Show. Absolutely. But then again, I think about shit like the Friday the 13th franchise. Yeah, you know, it's got its high points. It's fine. Like, is Michael going to be in it? Is it going to be an anthology? Like, who fucking... Like, I, I, I don't know, Greg. I mean, it might be kind of cool if they adopted that as a, an episodic series and actually did what they originally intended to by, uh, you know, maybe starting it off, kick it off with a little Myers episode for the first one. Sure. Then, uh, you know, Season of the Witch it a little bit. Alternate storylines. Go with the, the Creep Show vibe. Because I will tell you, sir, and I know we plan on talking about it, but that fourth season of Creep Show pretty okay i like it yeah i hope it's in the vein of the netflix series mindhunter you know how they kept like peppering in like uh the btk fucking killer the guy that uh bound tortured and killed people that was redundant bound torture killed killer yeah 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 you know like it was like the end of the episode it was like oh a little bit of that there yeah just gave him a, a nice little pepper yeah i kind of hope it's something like that it's like fucked up shit that happens on halloween and then like they kind of pepper in like a news clip of something that happened in Haddonfield. Like, I, I think that'd be kind of neat. If they if they kind of centered a anthology series around, like, the town of Haddonfield. Honest? You know what I mean? It could all, all be occurrences that are going on, and then they're, they're loosely connected. Even if they did something, I mean, it might be a little cheesy. But also, Creepshow does the thing with the comic yeah. book. So they could do, like, a Haddonfield, like, newspaper. You know, it would be, like, a, a storyline. Michael Myers resurfaces, blah, blah, blah. And then they zoom down, flip the page, lower corner. It says, uh, mysterious masks possess fucking wearers, blah, blah, blah. I, I really like that you fucking mentioned that because A24 Studios acquired the rights to Halloween to make movies. Okay. Now, I'm hoping that Miramax says, fuck Michael Myers, and I kind of hope they follow the season of The Witch. Okay. Could you imagine a well-thought and well done series about season of the witch. I can, and it's it's gonna be creep show. I think creep show is already doing that. I think we should probably just enjoy creep show. You know what? Fuck all this shit. We're talking Let's about, talk creep, about show. creep show. <laughs> all right, my man. Yeah, yeah. The new season of creep show's out. You know what creep show is? It's an episodic anthology series that is interconnected by a unifying theme of a comic book, it's fucking perfect. It extremely accurately captures the feel of the original movies. We've talked about it before. I think we originally talked about it like five fucking years ago, an episode like fucking 42, 57, 69. <laughs> <laughs> you already know this. Watch the fourth season. Let's not even worry about this Halloween shit. Yeah, Creep, Creep, Creep shows out. It. Creep shows out. It's fantastic. I, I got to tell you, man, that fucking first episode really grabbed me by my bush butt right. uh, with the monster. Strange, right? Unexpected. It was so fucking weird and so well done. And there is uh, uh, there's that part where uh, the woman is in distress on the top of the, the balcony screaming to the pizza delivery guy. She's talking to the pizza guy, yeah. And that pizza delivery guy is the most positive fucking person and greatest character ever written in the history of forever. Pizza is comfort food. 
and everyone deserves a little comfort. When I finished that episode, I kind of had to sit down for a while and actually like think about oh, it's, it's, what was yeah. going on there. It was an allegory, yeah. right? Like it's it wasn't it wasn't just at face value. It wasn't just a monster the, the, coming into this. That home. there was an actual monster, coming right? In, yeah. And uh, as far as I could tell, it was about interpersonal relationships and the the baggage that people carry with them and the bullshit that they bring into others' lives, right? Yeah, which uh, can be destructive and can be sometimes violent. Awesome. But they they decided in in this episode to personify that as like a monster that follows you around and fucks up the uh, the person that you're currently interacting with. Yeah, I thought it was great. I thought it was oh brilliant. yeah. Um, and as a as a season opener, totally different from the things they've done in the past. Just a whole new fucking feel. It still had that creep show vibe to it. Still very like campy, still very fun, but also gory, creepy in all the right ways. Like season four is fucking killing it. Oh god, yeah. And the episodes are longer than fifteen minutes this time around. Yeah. Anyone who hasn't uh, checked out this newest season of Creep Show, do so, please. I. I know we uh we goof around a lot on this show, but this is an honest and sincere recommendation. Five five scaries, five stars. You know, lack of tittery, so maybe go with the four. But yeah, five. Yeah, five, sure, five. sure. Uh, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> mm, slap, slap. Hey. Um, there are six six episodes. Obviously, two episodes apiece. They all kind of came out in the past like couple weeks, but yeah, I'm I, I'm loving it, dude. Me too. Could not recommend it any higher. Yeah. So last but not least, the moment you've all been waiting for, we teased it at the beginning of the episode. How would you like to talk about the newest Blumhouse feature film that all the kids are interested in? Long-running horror franchise based on a childhood uh, venue, I guess you'd call it, that we all frequented. The horrors, the terror, the animatronic nightmare that can only happen in a place like Freddy's Fun House or whatever the fuck it is. I'm talking about Five Nights at Freddy's. Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah, guess what? What? It was fucking terrible. Oh. Yeah. Hmm. Yep, just flat out fucking awful. Yeah, I, I, I feel like you could probably watch Banana Splits. Or you could watch that movie with Nicolas Cage. Yeah, Willy's Wonderland, I think it was called. That's, that's yeah, fuck, I, I, fuck Blumhouse. Fuck Five Nights at Freddy's. Fuck that fucking PETA kid from The Hunger Games. PETA! Matthew Lillard, you're still cool, but honestly, what are you doing here, man? I get it. I get times are tough. He's getting a paycheck. Gotta be honest, kind of seemed like he was a little drunk for the filming. He did not seem sober in this role. We're literally drunk right now, Greg. I got fucking hammered at my niece's baptism fucking two weeks ago. I can't be trusted. Well, baptisms are a fucking metal. They, like, baptize kids in blood and shit. But more importantly, they're boring. Yeah. Kale Rodman. Anyway, don't see Five Nights at Freddy's. Don't give in to the hype. I don't care what uh, IMDb is saying or what Rotten Tomatoes is saying. This was a fucking terrible movie. No redeeming qualities, aside from Matthew Lillard. One redeeming quality. No tittery. I know you're concerned about that. Yeah. The effects really weren't great. The robot things with the fucking children's souls in them, they weren't even that creepy. You know, I played the first game on my phone. I'm sure you did, too. Most people checked it out when it was a phenomenon. I, tr I tried it. It didn't do it for me. It Back sucked. in 2010, when that was a thing. Apparently, there's like sure. seven or eight more of them. I'm sure they get Back better. 69. 
this movie was fucking terrible, but they're going to make a sequel. They're probably going to make several sequels. So, hey, maybe they'll figure their shit out. I don't know. All I can say is, yeah, don't watch this one. Yeah, like I fucking mentioned earlier, like this, this like is like a record breaking Blumhouse movie because all the kids that fucking played Five Nights at Freddy's 10, 13 years ago are all fucking seeing it now because they're all fucking 19, 20 years old. And you know what? Just like every experience I've ever had with Tom Jones at a truck stop in Intercourse, Pennsylvania, it is just too fucking long. (laughs) It's episode 106, everybody. We're trying to bring some of these old jokes back. You know, just kind of giving you all the good stuff, all that shit you remember from our heyday. Well, with that said, Greg, what's coming up next time, babe? Well, I've heard some good things about a little movie called Evil Lurks. When Evil Lurks. Oh, well, fuck me. Yeah, that's right. Greg's got to watch the shit out of that movie, and we are going to talk about that long and hard. I just might do that. Yeah! 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 Woo! So with that said, man, what are you thinking for next time? What do we got on the fucking docket? Well, I really think we're going to bring you some more news, okay. some more trailers, oh, yeah. and we're going to get back into our original format with a long-winded review of a movie that you've probably never fucking seen before. I certainly hope so. Yeah! How about you got a little uh, you got a little clue, a little tantalizing titillation for the audience? We're going to be on a boat! Oh? Yep. Nachos? Lemonheads? I'm riding on a dolphin. It's doing flips and shit. That's right. It's off a splash. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Okay. 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 Captain Stabbing. You guys like uh, Will Ferrell and The Implication? Boat horror. We're doing boat horror next time. We're doing boat horror. Boats. 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 Well, until then, Greg, love each other, care for each other, one another. How do we do this? Care for. But most importantly, yeah, keep keep it it spooky. Damn, that's scary. It's a great movie. God, Dira. Tokyo is fucked. In the ass. <laughs> you ever taste your own cum? Yes, once. That's why I'm in the wheelchair. <laughs> oh my God. This is the best thing you could do. This is the best Christmas present I ever got. I personally think a clock sounds absolutely delicious. Dale Rodman. Well, it's it's a time of year, you know, you want to link up with a fat chick because they're like a hearty stew.